This episode of the Retro Network Time Machine is brought to you by Retro Days, a fun online community at retro-daze.org and the Retro Days YouTube channel featuring the RD's Retro Detention series. Click the links in today's show notes to connect now. And by HalloweenCostumes.com, the biggest and best selection of Halloween costumes, accessories, and decorations online. The biggest selection means over 10,000 costumes from your favorite pop culture properties in comics, video games, movies, television, and more. The best selection means costumes to fit anyone. Kids, parents, couples, groups, plus size, and even sexy costumes. And of course, HalloweenCostumes.com has the best retro costume selection, including Optimus Prime and Bumblebee transforming costumes in adult and kid sizes. Disney, Ghostbusters, Cobra Kai, Back to the Future, Teen Wolf, ALF, Beetlejuice, The Smurfs, and more, including over 3,500 exclusive designs. And don't forget one of the Retro Network's favorite items, those ugly Halloween sweaters. Check out the brand new designs for 2021 like Scooby-Doo, Pennywise, and Care Bears. Plus, you can now get the ugly Halloween sweater designs on face masks. Click over to HalloweenCostumes.com right now using the Retro Network's promo link in today's show notes and save 20% off one in-stock item now through November 6th, 2021. HalloweenCostumes.com the only place you need to shop this Halloween season. The following is a presentation of the Retro Network. Your vehicle to the past doesn't need roads or even 1.21 gigawatts. It's the Retro Network Time Machine with Jason and Mickey! The Retro Network Time Machine is ready for another trip back to our pop culture past. Your pilots are strapped in. Jason and Mickey here to guide you on our journey today. Mick, how you been, man? I ain't wearing no seatbelt. Oh, you're one of those. No, not all the time. Just here in the the time machine. Okay. Oh, man, I'm well rested. I'm feeling good. I'm not tired. Good, good. I'm full of crap. I'm not sure if I should comment there or just let that one slide on by, but good to hear you're well rested. No, I'm not that I'm full of crap. I'm never well rested. You know that. Well, you've had two day weekends. I mean, what more do you want? Well, that means I have more time to do stuff here, which is more tiring than being at work. (laughs) It's more enjoyable, but it's also more tiring, but no, I do feel a little more refreshed than I have in a couple of months, probably because those two day weekends, I don't mind hard work. If it's work that I don't mind doing, so it, it actually don't feel as tiring. You can do more physical work for yourself and not get as tired as if you're doing it for somebody else. If that makes sense to you. It depends on how much the pay is. Well, yeah, that's true. too. (laughs) Oh, I'm so ready to, uh, get into the fall spirit, but the weather still isn't cooperating. But I did have uh, something come in the mail, I think just yesterday, that uh, had me pining for our... I mean, this is the time when the Sears wish book would hit, you know, this time of year. Mm-hmm. And all we got is these little catalogs that Amazon and Walmart send us now. But I got my Amazon catalog and was flipping through that with a little girl. And it's pretty cool. They even come with stickers now. So you just put your little stickers on the you know, the things that you want on your wish list and boom, there you go. I would be very wary this year though. Like how much of that stuff will actually be available? <laughs> yeah. I'm serious. Uh, Cause I don't know how much you deal with it, but where I'm at, we deal with the global supply chain daily, hourly, and it is a freaking disaster. So, I mean, like these suppliers are telling us stuff that, Oh yeah. And it, you know, stuff that used to be a three day lead time is now three weeks to a month. And when that mm-hmm. month rolls around, you're like, where's our stuff? It's like, ah, uh, it's probably going to be another month. Like, oh my <laughs> gosh. Yeah. And I know I've been, we've been warned by our people in the know, our logistics experts and stuff 
that's got me a little worried because when they're talking about your personal life and they're like <laughs> the way the supply chain is, if you're going to order something for Christmas, you should have already ordered it. I'm thinking, my God, I order stuff like eight days before. What are you talking about? <laughs> that ain't going to work this year. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's not. Unless you find a store that actually has some of that stuff still left. Yeah. I'm a little, little nervous this year. Yeah. We have to deal with paper. Paper is behind as well. Envelopes and everything like that. Something that would, uh, uh, when we overprint on envelopes, we have several suppliers. Usually takes a couple weeks to get to us. They're telling me like four to five weeks now, and they can't make envelopes fast enough for the orders that they're getting. So, yeah, it's uh, affecting a lot of stuff. And of course, our wonderful post office was a nightmare last Christmas, and I can only imagine it's going to be even worse this year as far as delivery times go. So. Yeah, start shipping out your stuff now, people. Yeah, y'all be on the lookout for Christmas cards in February. Yeah, right. Shoot. I don't know. I'm looking through the book. They have some uh, uh, fun items that just kind of caught my eye, like Tonka. Like, uh, I, I know I don't not shopping for Tonka trucks <laughs> now, but seeing uh, like the traditional looking rock truck and crane and greater in there i was like wow so they're still kicking they're still it's that same you know classic design that we have i still have some of mine actually from my childhood mm -hmm. so excited to see some of that stuff in there the spirograph was in there it might look a little bit different but you know still in there and there was a uh a dinosaur version of Hungry Hungry Hippos that she uh, put a sticker next to. I thought that oh. was fun. So Too much clackety-clack for my taste. We had Hungry Hungry Hippos <laughs> for my daughters. It only took about two minutes for that to get old. <laughs> Dad, loud, may or, yes. Dad may or may not have accidentally stepped on it. <laughs> the one that got me was, I think, two or three years ago. I asked for and got Crossfire, and that thing was very loud and did not really work properly. We couldn't get the those little targets in the middle to actually get to the end on most of them. There's a couple times I was like, "What's that over there?" And I lift it up, you know, and shove them into their side. But my arm was getting tired from shooting all those little marbles, and it was so loud. And we're all like, "Yeah, no." <laughs> was not a pleasant experience that uh that i remembered you know playing as a kid but we do what we can you know we don't have the wish book anymore but uh at least amazon is putting some time and they got like uh, mazes and little puzzles and uh search and find little you know pictures in there to keep the kids occupied so it's more than a you know just looking at toys than what it's we okay. did we were we were satisfied with it, but it's a whole now, activity book now. Yeah, it's a wish book mixed with a McDonald's uh, tray mat, tray line. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Cut out your uh, own little bookmarks there or something. I don't know. It's it's pretty cool. So, yeah, we'll have to do with that for now. Uh, I've got a couple things. Uh, see if you've heard from this past week, Mick. All right, hit me. Have you heard... There is another new Mountain Dew flavor exclusive now at Food Lion. It's called oh Mountain gosh. Dew Uproar. It is a mouthwatering berry kiwi flavor. Pass. It looks orange. I'll pass on that. One, I don't like my local Food Lion. And two, well, the whole berry dew thing. I just not. I still, it's still in the fridge, but I've still not tried the Wicked Apple. Thrashing apple, yeah. Thrashing apple, whatever it is. This weekend, as we're recording this, as you're hearing this, I will have already, <laughs> it will have already graced my taste buds. But okay, well then you can there. report uh, report next week. I'm kind of interested now that I, everybody's kind of putting stuff up on social media. Those new ghost pepper chicken nuggets at Burger King. Have you uh, seen <laughs> seen that they had those? I've seen it, but you know me, hot's not a flavor, and. Uh, when you get up to that level, I just, I think you just feel the heat and don't taste anything. And yeah. me with food, I'm all about the flavor. So that's a hard pass for me as well. Yeah. I 
I don't know. I wanted to try it. The whole uh, reason I wanted to try the spicy nuggets at McDonald's was they had a special sauce that went with it, too. And the sauce was better than the dang nuggets, in my opinion. But Of course, when I say that, with as bad as Burger King's nuggets are, maybe you don't want to taste them and you just want to them. <laughs> Make your tongue and whole mouth numb. Yeah. <laughs> but the old school 80s chicken tenders that they had there, those things. Oh, yeah. Oh my gosh. They had a little well, chicken kind of fries. A... Their chicken fries are always a different piece of meat or something. Mm-hmm. Nuggets. And the chicken fries, every time I eat them, put me in the mindset of their old original chicken tenders. I really like their chicken fries. Yeah. I don't think I've, I don't know, I'm sure I've ever tried them, but if you try them, you'll bite into them and you'll be like, oh yeah, there it is. That's the chicken tenders. Mm-hmm. Or as close to it as you'll ever get to again, I'd say. Because they had like a, almost like a peppery flavor or something, didn't they? It was like just mm-hmm. a little bit extra something there. Yep. And so did the chicken fries. Hmm. Okay. You need to try them. I will. They don't keep uh, advertising, you know, 10 for a buck 50 or whatever they do. I'm like, man, I could get like three meals out of <laughs> three bucks. <laughs> anyway. All right, well, have you heard, uh, moving along, Masters Universe Revolution Part 2 has a premiere date right around Thanksgiving, November the 23rd. Wasn't it originally slated for October? I think I seem to remember that, but maybe I'm wrong. Oh, it could have. I, I I haven't been keeping up with it, obviously, because I still have not watched it yet since we don't have Netflix. Well, you know, I will certainly check it out because... I was one of the few voices I saw on social media who not only was okay with it, but thoroughly enjoyed it. So I'm really looking forward to the next half of it. Count me in. I guess this is the conclusion of the, I guess, whatever. I I, I don't know if they're going to go beyond that, but it says, uh, just reading this synopsis here, that it's the epic conclusion to the two-part series. Hmm. So they got an ending in mind. But I don't know I, if... Uh, Enough people. I mean, they're they're doing all those incredible action figures and stuff. I've been watching, or I've been seeing those when I'm in Walmart and Target and places like that. It's like you're doing this much to promote it and have all these figures and stuff. I don't know. Maybe they'll do more. They might. Okay. Uh, last one. Have you heard the largest ever Lego set is going to be available this Christmas season? I have heard that. I saw pictures of that. The Titanic. That's right. The Titanic, 9,090 pieces. <laughs> have you seen the price tag? No. Give me a guess. No one want to know about some of their other stuff. I'm going to say this is probably in the four to $500 range. Higher. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Being above. 99 being above 50 already put it out of my range. But <laughs> now, if they really wanted uh, to set their own record, they could forget the Titanic and, and make us a USS flag with like oh. 90,000 pieces. Or <laughs> yeah, we'd, uh, we'd have carpal tunnel by the time we finish that, you know, two decades from now. I would quit my job just to put it together. <laughs> Oh, but you man. know, you'd be halfway through it and realize you were missing a piece. You know, that always went, even with the smaller sets for me. I, I never was. I would eventually find it, but I'd get so aggravated because I left this piece out, you know, yeah. on it or something in the floor. Yeah. Yeah. It happens. That's happened to all of us, I think. So, uh, yes, the Titanic releases uh, November 1st this year. 630 bucks. I wonder how much of that they're producing because you got to think like, let's take the USS flag as an example. It's in part so expensive these days and so rare because at price point, they didn't make a lot of that back in the day. So maybe 30 years from now, this Lego Titanic mitten box will be like $6,000. So could be, could be. I read, uh, I don't know if it was on the same website or I'm just clicking over a couple places, but they're actually building. There's a, some billionaire in Australia that's building an exact replica of the Titanic. 
Hmm. And it's supposed to like launch next year. Uh, and then they're going to start offering, <laughs> they're going to start offering people rides on the Titanic, uh, basically taking the same route as the original one from New York to where did it shove off from? Was it England? Anyway, <laughs> that seems a little creepy to me. I don't know if I'd want to take that. Hmm. Well, I've got a little, have you heard for you? Okay. Have you heard that 70s show is getting a, that nineties show spinoff? I have Netflix seen that series. Yeah. Oh, it's Netflix. It's doing yes. it. It's a Netflix 10 episode series, bringing back some, uh, Jackie and Kelso will be back. Oh, so it's an actual, like, yeah. 20 years later type thing. series. Interesting. Mm-hmm. I guess it's so, been about 20 since, uh, <laughs> since the original aired. Well, you so, gotta think that it, it, debuted, it debuted in what, like 98, 99. Yeah. So it would, if it's made today, you'd be looking back at like the late nineties <laughs> or, you know, the nineties. So yeah, we're in that time frame. We thought when it came out in the late nineties, like, Oh cool. Look, it's the seventies. Well now our kids will be like, Oh look, it's the nineties. That was a great show. I didn't watch it until it was in syndication, but it was on our, regular rotation when uh when that came on hmm. 1998 and, uh, is when it debuted ran for and eight red, seasons red and kitty are be will be back in it too oh, yes so you dumbass <laughs> so i'm looking forward to it since i have netflix it's one that i don't know that i would subscribe to a service to see it but since i already have it i'll definitely give it a shot yeah did you watch the original series? I was in on it pretty good for the first two seasons, maybe. And then after that, you know, it just didn't line up with my, didn't have time. I was out doing stuff. So. I thought it was good. Mm -hmm. I enjoyed watching it for what it was. Uh, okay. But you notice we skipped that 80 show though. Yeah. What's up with that? No. Well, they did. Uh, I thought they had a, a, a somewhat spinoff that was that 80 show for like maybe a half a season or something. Then it well, got that's, canceled. That's correct. I think you're correct. But then the Goldbergs come along and showed them how to do it. Well, right. So we binged the Goldbergs up through whatever, not the current season, but the one before that. Yeah, there was uh that 80 show only ran for 13 episodes. What year was that? Might've been a few 2002. So like four years after that 70 show, I don't remember a thing about it or who was in it. No. And none of these faces that I'm looking at now look familiar. So, okay. All right. Well, uh, let's go ahead and move on along with the, uh, the show and get in the time machine, head back to the past as we do. Oh, uh, where are we going this week? Uh, we're going to a lot of places as we come up with, tie-in merchandise for popular properties from the 80s and 90s. Some things they may have had that we have better ideas for, and some tie-ins they just didn't have at all that they should have. So it's a little freewheeling episode here. We're coming up with stuff, products that movies, TV shows, whatever, should have had. Yeah, this is going to be fun. I don't have too many things written down, so we can just kind of play off each other's picks and See where it kind of leads us. Okay. So, all right, well, let's jump in the time machine. Get your seatbelt on, sucker. <laughs> and we're going to head back to the past. All right, here we are floating around in time. And uh, I had initially made uh, a list of uh, movies for uh, another idea I had and uh, Mick went ahead and ran with this one. So we'll see what we can do <laughs> as we're uh, coming up with just, uh, you know, there's some really uh, popular movies and shows and stuff from back in the day that just never had much merch. Uh, mm -hmm. And if there was, I mean, even if you think about the original Ghostbusters, it was mainly just like logo merchandise. You had that logo on, T-shirts and mugs and whatever pins and 
buttons. <laughs> it yeah. was just everywhere. There was not any, you know, real toy line and and all that until really the real Ghostbusters and Ghostbusters Two came along. And of course, now the, in the present day, they've made figures in all shapes and sizes. So it does make you think uh, what would have been like if we actually had some, you know, three and three quarter inch Ghostbusters figures with our GI Joes or something, you know. Mm-hmm. Well, I'll, I'll start us off here with something. Jason's original idea was TV shows and movies that needed trading cards and what the gimmicks would be. And me being Debbie Downer was telling him that most of those old trading card sets are just pictures from an episode or from the movie. There's not much to them other than nostalgia. But one of the things that jumped out to me when we were thinking about this, it's not on your list, was the brand, the person, Mike Tyson, he needed a trading card set. Mm-hmm. He had Mike Tyson's punch out, but a, tra- a set of trading cards with uh, different poses from Tyson thrown in and then pictures from his fights. Let's say this set would come out in about 87 ish, 88, you know, so he's mm-hmm. got a little bit of back history there. And on the backs of the cards from the pictures of the fights, you could put stats about the fights and like the little story. And as far as you had mentioned, what kind of gimmick could be in the card set? You've opened some cards recently, those football cards where it had the scratcher in it. Yeah. Uh-huh. And I can remember my beloved 92 tops baseball cards had a scratcher in it with, with nine things. And you would That's scratch right. yep. any three. And if they matched, you won whatever you could do that with the Mike Tyson. You take a cartoonish picture of Tyson and put nine rub on and if you match like three KOs or three TKO symbols or something, you've beat Tyson and you win a prize. But, you know, it's nearly impossible uh, yeah. to take nine spots and get three to match with only three scratches. So, I mean, it's not like they'd be giving away a lot. Yeah. But it'd be something fun to throw in there with the the whole trading cards. Yeah, that's a good one. I like that. Yeah, there's something here that, you know, and I was thinking about that, you know, the early 80s. It was a lot of the same stuff. You know, you had your traditional wax pack, and usually there was some symbol on the front of the card, and then either there was a puzzle or they had some kind of quote or something from that episode or movie explaining what's in the picture. So I guess you're you're kind of along there. But you get along in the early 90s, and you think about some of these other cards that had the, like, you know, chase cards and special chromium cards and things like that, where it really got gimmicks and stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, I thought it'd be fun. You know, you think about, I don't know. I Terminator probably had cards, probably T2 had cards, but you think of trying to find like an insert that had a chromium T 800 or something, yeah. skull, you know, skull or <laughs> that would have been something like that, a gimmick that you could insert in there. And I'm sure we could come up with some for, you know, older cards, but it that really remember, didn't happen until the nineties. Yeah. And you remember you opened that pack of, uh, the return of Superman cards and you got one of those embossed chromium cards out of it. Something like that would have been really nice for the T 1000 mm-hmm. or T 2000, yeah. whatever his number was T 69, whatever he was. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, I, speaking of ghostbusters, something that came to mind that, should have happened and we didn't get the like one nine hundred hotlines until like later in the eighties. I think it was like 87 when it really started opening up. And then you start seeing all those commercials late at night for call Freddy Krueger and call the Boglins or oh, whatever. Those 900 numbers. Yeah. Those mm-hmm. 900 numbers. Uh, so why didn't we get a uh, ghostbusters, you know, who are you going to call? And, you should have had a, a Ghostbusters hotline set up instead Ooh. of people trying to call the <laughs> the number that they actually had in the little commercial, you know, in eight, yeah. 1984. But give me a give me a Ghostbusters hotline, you know. Yeah. Uh, and and maybe I've never really called any of, of those numbers, but I, I've mm-hmm. seen online where you can listen to some of what was on there. Mm-hmm. And some of them would just be telling you stories and things. Well, you could have taken a Ghostbusters hotline and just read like short news things about paranormal sightings and just update it once a month or something or once a week. Mm-hmm. And you could call in and get a hi, I'm Egon Spangler from some fake Egon and 
you could read off the news to you or something and, and read it slowly. That way you're on there longer and you have to pay more. That <laughs> right, was the yeah. gimmick. And then like Vigo would interrupt you and come in and you get somebody to <laughs> scare the crap out of you, you know. <laughs> uh USA's up all night and Ronda Shear could have used a nine hundred number too. True. Yes. Yeah. Of a different type. <laughs> Uh, I was throwing you stuff on Slack last night, you know, just all kinds of this stuff. And yeah. and they may have had it. I can't be positive they didn't. But Smokey and Bandit really needed a really nice slot car track. With mm -hmm. the cars. And it, it may have actually had it. I don't know. But if it did, it was most likely a cheap made figure eight track. This needed one of those uh -huh. multiple turns and loops and crossovers and jumps and. Yeah, it, it needed to be a, a prestige slot right. car track for Smokey and the Bandit. And, yeah, that, and matter of fact, Cannonball Run, too. Cannonball Run could have been one of those rare tracks that you would see that had four slots. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you get the ambulance and the Lamborghini. And yeah, that would be great. And they kind of cross, you know, have the crossing paths mm -hmm. in between. So whatever car is left standing at the end, you know, whatever, you know, and you would see winner. in the slot car track section in the Sears catalog, you would also see the little ads for just like two cars without a track that you could buy to put mm -hmm. on the track. Maybe you could have the four cars that come with it. And then mm -hmm. you release a set of cars that are updated for cannonball run two as a, like an add-on purchase you could buy later <laughs> when that movie come out with different cars. Then you can mix and match them on the track. Yeah. Yeah. You're definitely onto something there. That's, I would have uh, circled that in the wish book. <laughs> yes. Four wide. Yeah. Gosh, <laughs> that would have been great. Yeah. You know, smoking the bandit too. You could, uh, it's not CBs, but maybe you could, uh, brand a couple walkie talkies or something, mm -hmm. you know, for kids. Branded walkie talkies were a thing. No word near as prevailing as trading card sets, but branded walkie talkies were certainly a thing for a lot of properties. Absolutely. Yeah. And that's a perfect one too. Yeah. Could and, uh, attach it to your bike or something, you know, and yeah, then you can learn all the trucker talk and <laughs> just have a CB handle, you know, <laughs> and Ertl eat that uh, car company like Hot Wheels and Matchbox. They had mm -hmm. a lot of licensed stuff. I had a Smokey and the Bandit Trans Am at one time when I was a kid, but that was a line that was, you know, you could have uh, the different stages of Buford Pusser, or Buford Pusser, good gosh, Buford T. Justice's car. You could have, yeah. you know. Oh, yeah. The, the pris the pristine condition version and all the way we have three <laughs> different versions you could have uh the snowman's truck or the bandit truck actually mm -hmm. with the snowman and just different cop cars from like different states you know you could maybe have like eight different cars in the set that would have been nice. well heck uh recently over on the goodwill site i saw the gi joe like trucking set you could add in some uh, tractor trailers there, you know, get, bring in the snowman. And well, that's what I said. Yeah. The bandit <laughs> yeah. truck. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. Get them all to, and, and have several trucks. So you could slip into the rocking chair. That's right. Yeah. You got to have <laughs> at least four trucks to pull that off. <laughs> I'd like to see that happen. Yeah. Uh, let's see what else here. You know, it's funny how popular Crocodile Dundee was, and there really wasn't much of anything merchandise-wise around that. And what do Foster's you do? Better. Well, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was funny when we were at RetroCon. There was actually, and I got a picture with uh, our pal Jeff and Logan. It was a blow-up crocodile that was branded Crocodile Dundee on oh. it. <laughs> and he was holding it. I was like, what in the world? Maybe that was a video store rental prop or something, you know, hanging from the yeah. ceiling or I'm just trying to figure out what, what use you would use for something like that. But like a pool toy or something. Yeah. But I don't know. There's still some fun things that you could, I think, come up with for Crocodile Dundee. I was thinking 
I think it's the opening scene of uh, the second movie where he's uh, fishing with the dynamite, you know? Yeah, it is. So we need to have like some kind of game where you remember like perfection and all those that had like the little things that would pop up at you. And yeah, you, uh, I don't know, figure out a way to have little sections of something like that pop up and the fish would, you know, come up at you like he was fishing with dynamite or something. I don't know. And also you would see the little dress up sets, like the little cowboy vest and hat and little gun belt, plastic guns. Mm -hmm. Do the same thing with Crocodile Dundee with the snakeskin vest, a hat, and like a big long plastic knife. That yeah, <laughs> that would work. Yeah, and a and a shoulder sheath for it that you put under yeah. the. Yeah, I mean, you if can, Rambo can have a a plastic knife, then you know, yeah. Crocodile Dundee should have had one. You can go on Amazon and search Crocodile Dundee hat and buy real, actual replicas with I'm the, sure. yeah. the gator teeth, headband, and everything. So oh, they okay. could have had so, that back then too, if they had wanted to. So you get, uh, you get some knife with like some dart tips and then you have a, like a target of that guy with the Mohawk and you're trying to hit it, you know, the, <laughs> the, throw the knives <laughs> in between the Mohawk. Yeah, there you go. And they could have put out a licensed crocodile Dundee, um, cold and flu therapy. <laughs> <laughs> Just add steam and water. Okay. <laughs> you remember that from the movie, right? They poured the dude's cocaine in the water. That oh, pulled. yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Breathe that in real good. Yeah. yeah. So you could have had that head. on. Yeah. You could have had that on the uh, drugstore <laughs> shelves. Crocodile yes. Dundee cold and flu therapy. Oh, <laughs> uh, I don't know. That might've been a fun little set to have like a uh, action figure set with him and all of his, uh, drinking buddies there from Australia. I thought have, about like, a little that. Bar. Yeah. I thought about that, but it just seemed limited, which we got a lot of that of from Lim- mm-hmm. you know, it was limited. But I, the part I never liked about that stuff that was limited, I mentioned to you on Slack about cheap, like dollar family dollar toys. Mm-hmm. You would see like a single figure from something you recognize, but that was the only thing you could get. And it's like you would end up with just a crocodile Dundee figure and it would never be sized properly with your master's figures or your gi joes or whatever it would always be off and just didn't mix in with the play so it was just you and your crocodile dundee toy you know that (laughs) that part sucks you got to have a little variety Mm -hmm. um i know we got uh uh, the karate kid toys from remco right they were cool for what they were but again it was very limited so i kind of think of that stuff sometimes Trying to think about, oh, I wish we had had action figures of that. It's not always the best thing. Yeah. Yeah. It depends on, and a lot of that was the, the motions that they did. You know, you got to have the chopping and the kicking motions that the action figures can do. And the, like the little, it worked out good with the, I guess it came out around the second movie because the one that I had was where he was chopping the block of ice, yeah. you know, where they were in the bar and, trying to chop those ice blocks. I guess some of that stuff kind of translates good when you can produce those action movements with the actual figures. But The idea I had last night that I was most proud of was a Home Alone board game. And I had two different thoughts. I'm going to go with my second one that I really thought of is you pattern it something like Fireball Island somehow where you have a map of the house and maybe you have some steps that you have to go up, but there's all these booby traps that can, mm-hmm. you know, you can trip that'll knock you back somewhere. Kind of like he did in the movie with yeah. the back. I think that had a world of potential there that was never explored. And I'd also mentioned like doing like a mousetrap game. And I think you like that idea. But yeah. Yeah. That was fun just to think about, uh, moving around the board and those traps already been set and go off and you drop paint cans or whatever, if, you know, if home alone had to come out 10 years earlier, we would have had a board game, but it come out in 1990. So we had a Nintendo game. <laughs> well, I do have the board game. There was oh, a, you? There was yeah. One. So you have the, the setup of the house and you're given these little tiny squares on the backside. There's either a trap like it'll show the nail or it'll show paint cans or something. 
and on the other side it shows like valuables like a watch or a stereo or something and you go around the board the the two robbers i think you you roll for the kid you, you each get your own little kevin to run around the board and you're collecting stuff as you're going along i think with the with the robbers anyway somehow you you catch up to the kid and then at some point the game ends and you see how many traps versus how many valuables you got mm. and it's a little well you it's could okay. blend it's okay you could blend that with the fireball island concept mhm but you know just the fireball island has more stuff to trip you up and right. it's more three but you still run with the same theme of getting the different places on the board to get something and then get back somewhere else and you know, maybe if you get tripped up, you lose the loot you've collected so far. I don't know. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they had the, uh, that video recorder or that video recorder, but the audio recorder <laughs> tie in that came out with what the second movie what was it called? The talk boy, something like that. Yeah. That never really caught on, you know? Yeah. It was good for the movie. That one part. Where he had to play the the stuff back and then played it in slow motion for the the telephone call to make the hotel reservation, but I don't know. It didn't really didn't think it really translated into like your playtime. I mean, everybody I'm sure recorded themselves with the little boombox that they had, you know, back in the day. But yeah, uh, I don't know. Just didn't <laughs> didn't think about it. I guess it was a, like a Walkman too, because he's listening to the music on the plane. Yeah, but yeah. I don't know. It was just one of those things that probably a lot of people asked for it for Christmas that year and uh, threw it away the next year or something. <laughs> you know, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> CDs have taken over by that point. You know. Yeah. So, all right. Uh, what else? What else can we talk about here? Well, I had another idea for another board game. On this list you put together, you had the Mummy from 1999. So it can be for multiple players. But in some board games, you know, one person is the opposite of everybody else. So you have one player is the Mummy. Or it could be like the Dark Tower where it it's kind of controlled by somebody who's not a real person. But So you have somebody who's the Mummy trying to go around getting the eyes, the tongue, the, all this. And then when they <laughs> get it, they're all powerful. But before he can get all that, the other players have to get around and do something. Maybe there's some cooperative thing they have to do or get different places before the money. Uh, it would have fed off the theme of the movie there. So. That sounds good. Another one that uh, <laughs> had the wheels turning, you mentioned, was the Blues Brothers. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying to remember what you suggested. Um, I suggested like bigger cars, like the crash test dummy mm -hmm. cars, toys from the early nineties, where you'd run them into stuff and the parts would fly off because <laughs> there were so many wrecks in that movie. Yeah. You could have a lot of fun rebuilding the car and stuff. Yeah. Or you have a, some kind of mall play set where oh. you're just like, maybe it's oh. a pull, it's a pullback car and you release it and let it fly into all the stores. And there's That's like good. fake glass or something that falls out and, that's good, but there's another yeah. board game there, like Mall Madness with all the stores, but it's a little car that you're moving around <laughs> on the yeah. board. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that would be uh <laughs> that would be interesting. Yeah, they needed uh I don't know, maybe some uh branded uh, microphones or something, you know. You remember those like cheap microphones they have in the dollar yeah. store that echo? Mm -hmm. Yeah, you get some uh, Blues good. Brothers microphones. Let's yeah. see what else. For the Blues Brothers. Yeah, it's going to be some crashing because just all those police cars, man, there's yeah. dropping police cars from something. Well, I don't know. In modern times, Ray-Ban could put out some like limited edition Blues <laughs> Brothers that says instead of the famous Ray-Ban logo on the, the earpiece, it could say Blues Brothers or something. Yeah, yeah. It'd be cool. Yeah, I was thinking about that for Top Gun. Like we, we needed Top Gun aviators back when the movie came out. I mean, they had mm -hmm. aviators there, but they could have branded that stuff. Because uh, when the the sequels merchandise hit Walmart, I ended up picking up a pair, and it, right in the uh, the corner of one of the lenses, it says Top Gun Maverick. Mm -hmm. So, well, I've worn aviator sunglasses for years, though. 
Mm-hmm. That's a, that's a classic style there. Yeah. But, you know, the branding, you, uh, you know, what, what do you associate with the movie? It's, it's, uh, Tom Cruise with those sunglasses on. So, yeah. And, uh, what did I have in mind for top gun? Oh, like airplane model kits, top gun branded where you're making their plane. Oh yeah. Yeah. With the decals and everything to match and the pretty much any fighter jet model kit would work, but they just have to add the decal with their, their handles. You know, so that's right. You yeah. can put it under yeah. the cockpit. Yeah. Matter of fact, you could probably buy those somewhere off of eBay or Etsy just to apply <laughs> to a normal model kit. I would guess. Uh, yeah. They might've even made those back in the day. I don't know. They might have. Like I said, some of this stuff may actually already exist. I never had it. So you had first yeah. blood on here. I know we got Rambo toys based on the Rambo cartoon. Mm-hmm. I don't know what you would do for first blood other than like you said, the plastic knife. My cousin Tim had one of those. Yeah. The, the second movie was just more straight up action. So it's hard to, I don't know. I mean, you know, the original list was based on stuff that didn't get trading cards and you could definitely do something with, with trading cards, but not sure what else you would do there. No. Oh, I saw, uh, I put police Academy on here cause police Academy never had trading cards, but what we needed for police Academy. And maybe we did get something at one point. Cause it's, it seems familiar, but you needed like, uh, a little sound effects box, you know, to, so you could be uh, Jonesy and make mm-hmm. all those crazy sound effects behind people. Maybe he put out something at some point, but that's kind of what came to mind for, <laughs> for that movie. And I don't know, maybe, uh, yeah, I don't, there, there's so many different personalities in police Academy, like Tackleberry, you know, he could have his own little, uh, uh, set of plastic guns that made noise and all kinds of grenades and whatever, since he just loved all the <laughs> artillery, but, yeah. uh, you know, you could, uh, you could have some other stuff for pretty much any character in the movie. Um, I thought that was something else too. Oh, back to the future. I'd mentioned needed an ongoing comic book series, um, uh, further adventures in time or something. But after we quit typing about it last night, I had a different idea. Okay. Back to the future branded choose your own adventure books. Oh, now I like that. Yes. Yeah. Cause it because can tell so many you where to go in time or something. Yeah. Yeah. And all the decisions he made mm-hmm. when he was traveling in time always <laughs> had some kind of effect at That's some right. other point in time. So do you buy the gray sports almanac or don't you, if you do <laughs> turn the page, whatever, whatever. And if you don't turn here. so <laughs> That's good. I like that. Yeah. I just got into, or I've been trying to collect the, the GI Joe ones, which were called find your fate mm-hmm. and they did transformers ones. Adam and, sent me a couple of the GI Joe ones last year. Yeah. And, um, there's actually some Indiana Jones ones. Now those what are, else. that's a great property for doing something like that with, because it's all about, yeah. adventure. you know, you gotta, it just lines up perfectly. Yeah, and I've just I've finally went out and uh, I found some cheap ones on wasn't even on eBay. It was uh, one of those book sites. But yeah, there could have been some other ones that. But police, uh, Back to the Future would have been perfect for something like that. Or like a um, one of my favorite Nintendo games was Where in Time is Carmen San Diego. The Back to the Future video games probably should have been patterned kind of like that too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. where you're having to jump around and solve something in a certain amount of time. Mm-hmm. And you're not jumping to the right place or right time. Your chances of succeeding go down because you only yeah. have a certain yeah. amount of time. Yeah. Gosh, you know, thinking about it, there's a bunch of just adventure movie, the Goonies that would have been fun to do. Or, uh, mm-hmm. what was the other one I just thought of? Oh, like the never ending story or something like that to, to kind of do choose your own adventure endings and yeah, there's a lot you could do with a choose your own adventure type thing. Of course, top gun had a Nintendo game and it wasn't very good. Yeah. The third Nintendo game I ever owned 
So I played it a lot because, you know, I had three Nintendos. <laughs> so it was oh, in the rotation yeah, yeah. pretty heavily, but it was not very fun. Mm-hmm. And it sucked to land on the aircraft carrier. But worse than that was the second stage where you had to refuel in midair. Up, up, you had to slow down, speed up, trying to make the connection. You know, yeah. if I cussed back then, I would have been dropping the F-bomb all the time <laughs> trying to do that. <laughs> Stuff was hard. <laughs> Uh, Forrest Gump, could it have done a choose your own adventure book? Because if you think about the movie, there's a lot of pivotal moments where he makes decisions, you know. Yeah, I guess maybe, maybe he, he could. Maybe he picks the books up for the girl at college. Maybe he don't. <laughs> you know? Maybe uh, Forrest Gump. Bubba, or maybe he don't. <laughs> <laughs> maybe he needed a Nintendo game. Oh and you could use the. Uh, what was the pad, the track pad to run with them or something? I don't know. <laughs> run a marathon with Forrest Gump. What uh, all what all needed to have a happy meal set? Hmm. We got happy a lot meal. of good ones. We did. But you know, it it had the I remember Ghostbusters 2 had the Hardy's toys. Yeah, uh, but those were like it was just like little uh Boxes that made noise, ghost noises, or something, wasn't it? Yeah, they had a couple of different things, but I don't remember uh, any kind of really actual toys or something? Did they? If if the real Ghostbusters didn't have such a great toy line, it would have been a good Happy Meal toy set where maybe there's like six different things or or eight different things: the four Ghostbusters, Slimer, and three other bad guys. Mm-hmm. But you already had all that in bigger, better versions, so. McDonald's would have been paying money for licensing to produce less than toys. And that's not McDonald's style. True. What could have, what could have benefited from, of course, home alone, it may have got happy meal toys. I don't know, but that would have been good where you got like these little small booby trap, like things like (laughs) finger traps or, you know, hide a coin, little toys, stuff like that. that They could have home alone. Well, even like the Goonies, you know, you put a little doubloon in there and a little map yeah. and uh, I don't know what else. Other little adventurous things. Well, you know, not, glass every, or whatever. not every Happy Meal had to have a toy necessarily. Mm-hmm. The kids meals based on Willow had those cool magic cups that change colors when you put cold liquid inside. Oh, of them. yeah. Yeah. So it wouldn't always have to be a toy as long as you had something with. You know, Willow was a visual movie, so those cups yeah. were, were visually impressive. It was artistic stuff that matched the movie. So maybe something like that. Or, or the, the collector glasses. What didn't we get collector glasses of that we should have? Oh, man. Because we got a lot of good ones. And Masters most... of the Universe would have been great collector glasses. Yeah. They did cups, but they didn't do the... Regular glasses. I've gone back and collected some that they've put out. Not the necessarily the drinking glasses, but the mugs mainly, like the Batman Forever frosted mugs, mm-hmm. which are kind of odd, but oh gosh, I love those. You got Die Hard on your list here. I remember those really cool, realistic looking water guns, the Uzis and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> that made the noise. That yeah. was all I could think of to go with Die Hard. Now I have a machine gun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it, I don't know. You'd have to do something with the 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 tower, Nakatomi Tower. Uh, different levels there, or something. I don't know. I don't know how you would. Uh, maybe a Jenga set. <laughs> I don't know. Ooh. I mean, because the tower doesn't come down, but you get explosions on top and all kinds of stuff. Yeah. Maybe we need a Nakatomi uh, Jenga. Or, <laughs> okay, the Dark Tower board game had the tower in the middle. Maybe that's Nakatomi mm-hmm. Tower, and you're doing all this stuff around it like it's inside, but the tower's doing different stuff. And, uh, yeah, yeah. Something that, there. Could, that could work. Uh, not real sure, but maybe there's something there. Um. There's something about Mary licensed hair gel would have been nice. <laughs> yeah, true. Yeah. You would have found that at Spencer's. 
They're like one of those spy disguise kits where it had all the fake mustaches and stuff. Since uh-huh. everybody in there was uh-huh. faking who they were, you could just make a something about Mary disguise kit. <laughs> you know, here, here's here's one. I don't know how it just came to mind. You remember my buddy, the little uh-huh. guy that you know dragged around, even like my pet monster. We need one that's uh, Bernie from Weekend at Bernie's to drag oh, around. Oh man, my Bernie. My Bernie. <laughs> Got the little blue jacket on, you know, and the, the, the sunglasses. sunglasses. Yeah. The messed up hair. Yeah. Yeah, that would have been good. Oh, no, the, the hair's removable, so you'd have to, like, staple it back on every once in a while. It's Velcroed. <laughs> Velcroed. There you go, yeah. <laughs> Velcroed toupee. <laughs> Man. My Bernie. Hashtag. Uh, I like it. <laughs> I like it a lot. Oh, crazy stuff that comes to mind. I'm trying to think of stuff like this. In <laughs> yeah. speed, the speed come out after this type of the VCR board game mm-hmm. was popular, but that would have played well where you're watching bits of the movie or something, or, you know, it, it, it wouldn't be from the movie. It would be something shot specific for the game with bad actors and actresses, mm-hmm. but it would stop and you'd have to make a decision or however those board games worked a lot of the times. Now what you needed is something that you had to kind of like continually start rolling dice and keep going fast. You know, you had to have like a certain speed that you kept uh, playing turns. And if you didn't make your turn, then you're dead or whatever. I don't know. Or like, uh, the classic labyrinth game where the marble keeps rolling. You're trying to avoid the holes. Oh, yeah. Maybe yeah. something like that. <laughs> I don't know what you would do to incorporate the two ideas together, but once that ball starts rolling, it don't stop usually unless you go into, unless you die. So right, yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe that's kind of now here's there. another one came to mind for the choose your own adventure would be Ferris Bueller's day off. So you could choose what you did with your day off, you know, oh, now there you go. You yes, know, you can mess good. with the uh, Rooney and then you could go to the ball game or you can go here and that would be a good choose your own adventure. It would. It would. I like that. Did Ferris Bueller, surely it had a soundtrack, didn't it? No, actually, uh, it's one that the, people have made and actually self-released a soundtrack for it because it, there was never an official one that was released. Well, then it certainly needed a soundtrack, mm-hmm. like an official cassette soundtrack. All right. Now, here's one. <laughs> it should have they, they should have just had went ahead and released some merchandise, no matter what it was on. It could be crazy stuff because it's in the movie Spaceballs. You know, oh, yeah. Spaceballs, mm-hmm. the toilet paper and Spaceballs, the flamethrower and the cereal and whatever else. They yeah, Spaceballs <laughs> cereal would have been cool. <laughs> give give me anything around that. Uh, that's, they should have just went ahead and released something yeah. to, to tie into the movie. One of the my favorite little things at RetroCon, they didn't do it this year, but in years past is they just have a whole table set up of space balls stuff that people have made like the flamethrower and whatever <laughs> the little things in the movie. So that should have that definitely had some merch and, yeah. you know, even the action figures, cause he's playing with the action figures, you know, making up his own little story there when they, uh, Sanders walks in on uh, dark helmet, <laughs> you know, get to throw some action figures in there. They wouldn't have, they could be just like the Kenner type. Not it doesn't need to be posable, you know, but yeah, yeah. something Ooh. like that. Why did we not That's get not any bad. of Spaceballs merch? Well, we got the VHS. Well, yeah, we did. Spaceballs yeah, the movie. Yeah, we got that. <laughs> Instant cassettes. Yeah, and there should have <laughs> been a Pizza Hut tie-in with that too. Mm-hmm. Pizza the Hut. We should have got some sports cards based on movies uh, maybe they did some but like give me a set of major league cards you know or well here in like recent that. in the last couple of years i don't know what company puts them out or what they're even called there are some americana cards where you know how like tops used to have 300 cards in a series or mm-hmm. 700 or whatever there's like a 300 card series of 
just like Americana icons. And it's all, it's movie characters, movie stars, it's sports stars. I've seen the guy on a blog I read, Cards Over Coffee. He's opened some of them here recently. And I'm like, that is so cool. And like, there's like Kevin Bacon chase cards and stuff. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's something we would be into because it's all like the 80s, 90s, early 2000s. But there's presidents mixed in. It's just everything Americana. I need to track some of that down. Mm -hmm. Okay. Now here's, here's, (laughs) here's one that just came to mind. I'm just looking through some pictures here. Is it Hasbro that owns the operation game? I don't know who does these days. I was thinking that was Hasbro, but this would be perfect because Hasbro owns Transformers. So we need an, a, a dead Optimus Prime <laughs> operation game. <laughs> you got to like, like get in there and take out the Matrix of Leadership, you know, or whatever. <laughs> or you could do the same thing with an operation game based on the old movie Inner Space. Not that that would have. I don't probably remember Inner Space. With Martin Sheen or Martin Short in it, Mm-mm. where he, he shrunk down in a little tiny spacecraft to go inside somebody's body to fix something. Don't remember that one. No. Okay. Well, no. That's why I said it probably went over most people's heads, but yeah. <laughs> or a mummy operation game oh yeah there you go yeah put your well, you got to put parts in put parts in yeah it's kind of opposite but you know yeah, that, that would have been fun we needed a a remote control johnny five from short circuit like a little yes. you know yep. it, omnibots and all the robots that were big back in the day that well, little think, toys and stuff but think big track when you yeah. think johnny five you need or, something that you could program that he could go do yeah. like the big track. Or it could be like a combination where you got a little Armatron type <laughs> place, a little joystick or something to move his arms too, or one arm, you know. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. something we needed. I agree with that. Uh, I had just thought of another one. Oh, yeah. So like the crash test dummies cars we talked about. I used to have the Fall Guy things where... Uh, yep the side you know the stuff would come off of it uh we needed like a space shuttle challenger exploding toy set thing where the parts would fly off of it or something Mm -hmm. celebrate that and play that over and over again that would be great yeah yeah be awesome (laughs) stunt set jim Cornette tells a great story uh on his podcast he's told it a couple times that when he burnt Ronnie Garvin with a fireball, it was like early February, 87 or 86. We come out and they show clips of it. And he goes, he went up like the challenger. <laughs> and, he said, and he said, he got to the back and dusty roads. like, Hey, uh, you, you can't say kid. Uh, you got to go back out there and read too fat. <laughs> Don't say anything about the challenger. <laughs> oh gosh. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Good times. <laughs> Oh, let's see what else we can come up with here. <clears throat> what would be something for Teen Wolf? Didn't they do like a doll that grew hair? <laughs> <laughs> a Teen Wolf Chia pet would be nice. <laughs> oh, there you go. Yes. Yes. And you could also Turn him do into a, the werewolf. Yes. And you could do one for Smokey and the Bandit for Burt Reynolds, but it's just like a Chia chest and it grows <laughs> hair. Or a mustache. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. He's better. <laughs> Even better. Uh, with the <laughs> Teen Wolf it, Chia yeah. Pet. That's what we need. <laughs> oh, I love it. Yeah. Oh, uh, man. Because Teen Wolf had a good cartoon series that I enjoyed as a kid. Mm-hmm. So it had that going for it already. It could have used some Happy Meal toys. Yeah, I didn't I mean, watch the series very much. I mean, I remember watching the movie, but never well, it the cartoon. Well, it didn't follow the movie. It had its own thing but it, i had liked it when i was a mm-hmm. kid and while you could see all the episodes on youtube they're probably all still on there somewhere oh now one came to mind that you mentioned on slack for uh rocky four. Oh yeah a rocky four rock'em sock'em robot <laughs> yes that is what with we need, rocky man. and drago battling it out all the time oh gosh yeah <laughs> that was perfect oh what i thought of today speaking of Sliced alone. I didn't realize until probably this year 
that they made an arm wrestling set for Over the Top for oh little kids. Oh my gosh! I, I couldn't so believe cool. that they they actually made one. I don't know what they're going for, but I <laughs> I, I kind of want it. But I was thinking, how cool would it be to do like model kits <laughs> for his truck? Mm-hmm. And even the one that he wins at the end, and you have oh. a little, have the little hawk uh, hood ermine on it, you know, or something. Yeah, hawk hauling. Yeah, <laughs> have a hawk little hawk hauling truck. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that would be okay. Yeah, I like that rock'em sock'em robots idea. That was good. Yeah, you know, Slice Alone was in a lot of cool stuff that lent itself to merchandise, but Predator action figures would have been nice. Yeah, they've done a lot in the last few years, but yeah, but back then, yeah, you know, now you needed well, some like uh, you know, toys like uh, because Rambo had the I had the freaking M60 that uh was <laughs> was a branded Rambo gun. We need like Predator guns that had like uh, you know, laser <laughs> laser targeting or something, you know, whatever. Some kid have uh. Uh, an Uzi and some kid have that little thing that the predator wore on his shoulder, you know, and they're yeah. like, Oh yeah. Laser lights at each other or something, you know, <laughs> one of, one of the biggest losses we had in the toy world, mm-hmm. there was planned and there was supposedly a prototype figure made, but there are pictures of the file card of a Rocky Balboa GI Joe figure, like the Sergeant slaughter in the fridge. Yes. Rocky Balboa was, supposed to be the next one and it never happened and he was actually in i think it's one of the order of battle comics they actually have him in there oh so there is some stuff behind that yeah i would have loved to have had you know that's why big boa figure was created supposedly was to be the nemesis of rocky balboa Hmm. and had the the boxing gloves and all that so I think the problem was when Slice Stallone found out it was a three and three quarter inch line and his figure was going to be three and a half, he was out. <laughs> All right. So here's one. Uh, you remember the, was it the uh, Sectars line of toys that had like the puppets and stuff? That I don't the know about figures, they, they, the figures would ride on them and, and things like that. Yeah, okay. It's something like that, but it's the Beastmaster. So you get the figures and then you get like the animals that he controls and stuff. I don't know what we could do with that. It just kind of came to mind like mixing action figures and actual the animals that were oh, in that movie too. You know what? I just had a great idea too. So you and I, we went through the Toys R Us and we've seen those army gear toys. Mm-hmm. Where it's like a size toy gun, but then it turns into something else. Reverse that concept to where it's like a transformer. It looks like some normal everyday object, but then it transforms into a weapon. It's the MacGyver line of toys. Some <laughs> kind there. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Okay. There you go. Uh-huh. I could have went with that. <laughs> Yeah, they did some that was like a Pepsi can, and then they had this whole line that was, what, computer products? Like, uh, mm-hmm. I remember seeing those in the catalog, so. Yeah, yeah. you could have done something with that with MacGyver. Yeah, or like those. ordinary Pepsi can into a flamethrower. Well, like those, um, you remember those kits they had where you had to complete the circuit and everything, like yeah. electronic, whatever. You do mm-hmm. one of those with MacGyver, and then you get like a paper clip to connect this circuit and a piece of gum to close this circuit or whatever. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Something like that. I don't know. <laughs> no, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. Well, you got anything else, or is that enough for this one? I think I don't know. I think that's about enough. We, we hit a lot of different movies and I guess a few shows, but mainly movies. So I, that was good. Trying to riff on each other and just come up with some stuff for movies that would have been fun back in the day. Yeah, there. I think there's some more stuff to mine out of this in the future, too. Yeah. Okay, well, let's hop back in the time machine. We'll head back to the present day, and Mick will tell us what's coming up in After Hours tonight.
Okay, so we hope you enjoyed our journey through time, trying to come up with uh, some merchandise that we should have got back in the day for a lot of these movies and TV shows. We'd love to hear your thoughts on what we came up with. Was some of it genius? Was some of it bogus, maybe? Tell us this week over on Twitter, at TRN Social, or hit us up on our personal accounts, at Yesterdayville for Mick and at RT80s for me. And uh, we sure do appreciate you guys listening and subscribing. Leave a comment this week uh, over there on Apple Podcasts. Give us a star rating and review. would appreciate that. And uh, make sure you're checking out our other podcasts on the Retro Network. You can find that at theretronetwork.com forward slash podcasts. Get a list of everything that we do, including some exclusives like After Hours. What do we got coming up tonight, Mick? Uh, a little bit. What have you been watching? And just some general conversation where I'm going to tell. I can't remember if it's the first time or if I'm going to retell the story of Stevie the Tyrant. Okay. I have a point for telling it, though, tonight, so. We have done some Stevie the Tyrant uh, stories in the past. Uh, on I think just on a regular after hours shows. So, well, this is a brand new Stevie the Tyrant story. This there is current go. event Stevie the Tyrant. Okay, yeah, bill it proper. All right. Yeah. So that's coming up tonight at after hours. Hope you will join us over on Patreon, patreon.com forward slash the Retro Network at 6 p.m. Eastern. If you don't, we uh, hope you will listen to us next week. We'll have a new show for you. Jason here for Mickey, and we will see you in time. Oh, man, I just thought of another good one. Like in recent years, we've got the, the branded edition of Muscle Man. Yeah. Real Ghostbusters muscle men would be cool with all the different ghost monsters. Ooh, and stuff. Yeah. And make them like a bright green color. Yeah, I know. I'm a, I prefer the, the flat pink and stuff. <laughs> I've Flash. always been, a, I've always been a fan of pink. So we'll just stick with that. Okay. This has been a presentation of the Retro Network. <laughs>